0: Now I can imagine what the beard is. It's like, it's someone who's grown a long beard, but also has long hair and has decided just to throw their long hair over top of their face. They're like
1: hairbrushes or for wimps. Yeah.
2: It's <laughs> a problem in our early days of the beard costume is the, the beard... Always had so much hair in the front, and it was just like some normal like person. In their neck in the back, and it was really awkward looking to be like, "Why is the beard only grow so much hair in the front?" But it's like <laughs> a normal person in the back.
3: Is that why uh, Dave Bloom became sort of yeah the cute <laughs> for a long time? because yes. he had all that amazing and the per, and the right color too. He had that yeah. amazing blonde hair that he just yeah had to, like, hang back.
2: Yep he he started the trend of being like the beard should have like beard hair on all sides like. Three sixty beardage.
3: Oh yeah! Because when I first met y'all, uh, Dave Bloom was kind of the the default beard for for yeah. you, or at least it seemed that way. At least when you made appearances at conventions and stuff.
2: Can I just tell you a little secret about him? Of course. He had to workshop the beard voice.
4: Oh.
3: You
2: probably remember it actually. I remember this
3: because unfortunately, yeah. I, I I thought oh. He's doing the beard, and so when I have to play the beard, I need to do that. But you, you workshopped me in the beard voice, and I think I hopefully I picked it up a little quicker.
2: <laughs> yeah, he struggled. It was a uh, like the throat, like Ooh! part of it. He'd do like,
0: Ugh! <laughs> Ugh!
3: but
2: it really strained his throat, and he had to he had to Aww. work at it a little bit. But he got there. That he fork. got there with a lot of diligence.
0: I can't. Oh, yeah. I can't do that now. I've I've spent uh, all night basically. Yelling at Gwen. You
2: did? <laughs> they were good yells, too. These weren't were like baby yells. No,
0: I was. I, you I,
2: let her have it.
0: I, I basically did this scratchy, horrible Cockney accent yelling at Gwen. And like every so often, I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry.
1: It was cool. <laughs> it was amazing. I'm oh. waiting for British people everywhere to be like, "Oh no, what have we done?" <laughs> if they're going to p- complain, they should complain
3: to Mr. Hop too. Instead. yeah, I'm yes. <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> well, <laughs> they're the ones who have decided to have it set in, in uh-huh. Great Britain and have everybody have very exaggerated British accents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very... even if the actors themselves, I, I, I no 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 knock against the the voice actors. They did a great like, job. They yeah. did, yeah. But you can mm-hmm. tell. I, I I don't know what the direction was, but their 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 accents are very. Um, pronounced or Mm. or exaggerated. I say exaggerated. So you're having to also play exaggerated to match with the game.
1: (laughs) I'm assuming the direction was, we need to make sure everyone knows we're in England so quick. Be very English.
0: Well, if you wanted to be very English, you should have used a bunch of English phrases. Pip, pip, and cheerio. Okay, so <laughs> if somebody was making it in
2: a, an America and we had to do the exaggerated American accent, what is that? The exaggerated
0: American Texan. accent for
3: hey. is always Texan. And
0: hey, all! It's, like,
2: it's always like hey, everybody. <laughs> That's really weird because uh, I'm like, how do I sound more like this? Is it to make sure that my voice is enunciating? <laughs> is this more American?
1: Uh, if I recall- Now, long, now, honey, I think you need to slur your speech a little bit more. That just doesn't sound
2: south. particularly nope. American. You, you
0: gotta go down south now. <laughs> hey, on.
2: I'm not convinced of that.
0: <laughs> in, in all honesty, I think um, most, uh, from what I've been told, most Europeans think that uh, Americans sound like Californian Americans because mm. they watch- movies and guess what most of the actors oh, are we're mm-hmm. from california mm-hmm. yeah when
2: we watched the book oh, of mormon cool. in uh west end
1: we did watch the they book were mormon british
2: accent or not british they're british actors who had really gotten that like nice utah sounding oh, like yeah. midwest american accent and i'm still trying to figure out exactly like what that is that they had to change more differently to sound that American, but not South American, or not South, American, <laughs> Southern American, not Wild West American, not New Yorker American. Like yeah,
1: I feel like they had a little bit of help though, because one of the leads was American, and so they probably were just listening really closely, being like, "Oh, yeah. what does he sound like okay, okay, that was his vowel." But I'll, yeah, I'll use really that vowel later. Like, like, like
2: nailed it in that show, and again, it's a weird because it's like that kind of American thing is that like very breadbasket of America mm. sound. Mm-hmm. But you know when you hear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my,
0: uh, if I for I did. Who told me? Someone said to us, like, "Hey, did you know your California accent? You don't really say your Rs." I'm like, "Wait, what?"
3: Oh no, wait, 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 or Sorry. was it T's?
0: T's. Sorry, it's T's.
3: the T's mm. don't come out as hard. Like when yeah. you say, you know, say. Oh, someone says, you know, oh, say um, uh, Santa Ana. You go Santa Ana.
2: Santa Ana. Yeah, it's true.
0: <laughs> we
2: we don't pronounce the we don't, t-s,
0: we don't. yeah, we yeah don't. It's,
3: it's very it's, it's very soft like it just uh-huh. that's just the way it goes it's interesting but so, certain teas we do but not other ones mm-hmm. it's very very interesting
0: yeah
2: tongue twister <laughs> there's twister. enough of it on the front of those yeah I think still usually, maybe less than I think
3: usually when the T is in the front that's yeah where it comes yeah comes out really strong but otherwise it's
0: it's it but gets on softer. twister
2: we still okay. have it. It's like, but Santa Ana for like
0: Santa Ana. Yeah, I can't.
2: I can't do Santa Ana. It sounds wrong. Does it? Santa Ana. Santa
1: Ana. Santa Ana. Santa Barbara. I, have I like, not lived in California, California long enough? Is Santa that, Claus. is this a problem? Yeah, Santa, Santa, Clarita?
3: Do Santa, Santa, Santa Clarita. Do you say Santa even then? Claus? Like the Clarita it's, is it's not, not Clarita. Santa Claus, right? it's, it's Santa Clarita. Santa Clarita. <laughs> <laughs> Santa Clarita. I, I, oh knew, no. a, I knew, I'm a, having a
1: crisis of identity now.
3: Uh, I knew someone from Uruguay once who who said, like, I noticed that, uh, you know, Americans don't know how to pronounce the the word water correctly. Mm -hmm. It's water, (laughs) not water. Yeah. Water. Water.
1: I went out to lunch once with a woman that went to our church who had come from uh, the UK somewhere, and she asked the waitress for some water, please. And the waitress was like, excuse me, and literally watched this woman go, sorry, water. (laughs) It was the best thing. (laughs)
3: That's great, I, I love that. Um, you know, now would be probably a good time to, to get rolling. Into now stories, isn't it? would be a good time. Well, speaking of accents, uh, the we have a roster of stuff today that I think is from an author from the UK. Presumably? Oh, really? Okay. Yes, but before I get too far ahead of myself, welcome to Undercooked Analysis. We are back again. In the home of our old friends, the Random Encounters. That's there's a D in the front of it,
1: right? Oh,
2: this isn't our house. We're uh, we're actually invading somebody else's house today. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, that's yeah. right.
2: This is uh, Esther's house. It's not even Esther's house, is
1: it? it I mean, she lives there. <laughs> she lives there,
4: but it's not her house. We're in an orphanage right now. There you go. <laughs>
2: it's haunted.
1: It, what's the name of the
3: orphanage?
4: I don't. Blackwood.
3: Uh, Blacklands.
2: Black Sorry. Blacklands. Blacklands, Blacklands Manor. Yeah. So
3: we're here in Blacklands Manor in the UK. Fitting tell.
2: for an episode. In of the,
3: the 1940s? <laughs> Where you could record on a USB microphone, of course. We-
0: Time traveling, man. <laughs> yeah.
3: We were just up basically all night shooting a certain musical that is... Um, We'll probably be out by the time this releases, but I don't know. Hopefully. We'll, we'll some together. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. It, yeah,
0: it, it'll come out not this Tuesday, but next Tuesday?
2: We're very lucky to have both of the King star in this one. Like <laughs> substantial parts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. No we bit actually, parts on this one.
3: Big, big parts for us. I know. Mm-hmm. You guys carried this. Thank, well, thank Aww, you, thank but you. we had we had
0: exceptional direction and uh, really, no. wonderful <laughs> co stars. You know who to, you know how to who to blame when you don't get the.
3: <laughs> well, just in case you don't know who we are, I mean, if you've been listening to the show, off, you know that I'm David and this is Kayla. Hello. And we are joined, as I said, by random encounters. You've got Gwen. Hello. You've got Nate. Good evening. And you've got AJ. It's morning, Nate. <laughs>
4: It's 2.22. <laughs> yeah. That's closer oh, yeah. to evening than morning, probably. <laughs> we
3: rolled out of bed like five minutes ago to record this podcast. <laughs> sure did. We hey, actually, Jay, y'all. Well, to be fair, we, we actually all slept in the ball pit. It was, you know. Ah, uh, very true. comfy. Yes, yeah. very much. And then it took, a, it took a cat walking on us to wake us up.
1: <laughs> wow, they don't usually like to come in the ball pit.
3: This time, they made an exception because they knew we had to record. Soft wow. humans were in there. <laughs> I like to walk
4: on the soft a humans. As
3: rigid humans. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the dead ones, obviously.
2: Also in the ball pit, but...
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
2: A little deeper in there.
1: <laughs> okay, well... Dead this...
2: people don't float in a ball pit. They sink to the, the bottom.
3: Pennywise <laughs> lied. We <laughs> all don't all float down here. We all
1: <laughs> sink to the bottom of the ball pit down here. I think we all know the tone of this uh, this week's episode.
3: <laughs> yep. Well, the tone of the episodes has been with, with you guys has been pretty consistent, I'd say. In that yes. We're all we're usually all here. We're in good spirits. Usually we're either, we're post-shooting something together. Yeah. Generally mm-hmm. speaking. And uh, we come at this with, uh, you come at this with uh, trepidation because you never know what we're going to throw at you.
1: I'm, I'm always convinced you're setting us up, so. Well,
3: I mean, Meek was kind of a, cur- Meek was kind of a curveball for all of us, so <laughs> let's be real.
2: There are no winners in the Meek story.
3: <laughs> yeah. But, you know. Uh, it, it happens, but uh, this is actually the first time I think I've recruited you all to do a short and shivery, and it's been a long time
0: since
2: we've like done short and murdery. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah,
0: don't, don't we know that.
2: I don't know that yet, but I'm assuming. There I'm might, jumping to conclusions. <clears throat> there might be some murder. Who knows? Oh. Hmm. Murder. What? I mean,
0: and, and it's not. It's not exactly something that's like, oh, they're. There's never murder on this
3: <laughs> No one dies in these stories. stories? Well, you know what would be Ever. great? You know what would be great is if we call the podcast short, this segment, uh, short and murder, and everyone's like, why, why do you kill? It's like, no, it's because we invite a bunch of crows in. Oh, ah, short crows ah. even. Very small crows. You, <laughs> yeah. But, um. I mean,
0: the, I, it's just funny because actually uh, I wrote the short story I wrote that you guys read on UCA is about a murder. So. That's right. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't even know which one she's talking about at this Uh, point. I actually, uh, I wrote a short story called The Disappearance of Sweet Carrie Jo Malone. And I made it, uh, I wrote it in like a, I I guess a blog style where it's like, oh, here's a mystery from 1967. And I'm going to talk about it, da, 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 da. It's
3: like a true crime blog entry, which is interesting. But
0: then something just recently happened that turns the mystery on its head. And the idea behind the blog is there are hints to what the... Uh, what the answer or what the, the clue or mystery? Wow, I can't speak correctly today. Uh, you were up
2: pretty late last yeah. night and you were screaming a
0: lot. <laughs> uh, the,
2: you did a pretty good considering.
0: Thank you. Uh, yeah. uh, what the mystery, the uh, solve? Uh, what's the, why am I not thinking the word? You could actually solve the mystery by finding context clues throughout the story.
2: Yeah, I like that. That's it sounds cool. almost like an augmented reality sort of way of like, <laughs> this game is existing and you can solve the case in real time, or you can just enjoy it as a story and let it like feed it to you.
3: We actually, when we read it on, on the show, we attempted to solve it. And if you want to go back and listen to that episode, it's as, as Kayla said, the disappearance of sweet Carrie Joe Malone. It is in our archives. You can go back and, and listen to that if you want on either YouTube or here in the podcast feed, wherever you listen to it. Um, And I I recommend it. It was a lot of fun talking to the other co-hosts in that episode, debating, so where's the clues? What what do we need to figure out about the story? And we got got pretty close, but Mm -hmm. we also dug up some of our own interpretations of what was going on that I think was kind of
0: interesting. I do like some of your interpretations. I'm not going to lie. And you, I'm like, you left a lot of, of um, open-ended stuff and I really appreciated that about
3: the story but it's still a really tightly wound story which I think you. is good.
2: I like the concept of trying to figure out what's a clue and what's a red herring. Yes. And like learning probably as you go through the blog post like oh that was a red herring and maybe yeah. it wasn't and you think it is temporarily.
0: That's, that's actually become my new favorite type of writing. I just write a, like this mystery story story and then you're just listening in or like or you're reading in, and you're like wait and you have to go back and figure like say yeah,
2: cut through the details
0: yeah that's been a f- um i've been having the most fun writing those type of stories so mm-hmm. yeah but enough about my writing <laughs> right
3: we have uh we have to uh discuss the works of a user who only gave their title as short story one Short story, story 1. Short story one. and they didn't they didn't present much of a of a intro to this. They just gave us a whole slew of very very short stories to uh to narrate or as they said narrate. You can also narrate all of my other stories on my Reddit page. So basically we've been given carte blanche for this person's stories, which is pretty generous. So uh short story 1, thank you for that. But we're going to read the the five stories you gave us on this sitting because they're all on a A Reddit known as Scary Stories, but these are all under the category Short Stories. And they're only like a few paragraphs each. So I think that's going to be an interesting way to do it. We want to take a look at this first one?
1: I assume you're talking about, I would like to order pizza.
3: Yes. It's simply called...
1: I'm not sure if that's actually a fitting voice for that. Maybe maybe it should (laughs) be like, I would like to order pizza?
3: (laughs) (laughs) It could be whatever voice you want. It just depends on how you order pizzas.
1: Uh... I'd order them online. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: you don't use your voice. You need some uh, voice to text or something. Microsoft
3: sent hello, I would like to would order to a order pizza.
2: Order. <laughs> <laughs> no anchovies, please. <laughs> uh,
3: so we will, as usual, we'll do this popcorn style. Um, who would like to start? Who would like to bite the bullet first? We'll go uh, clockwise from there.
2: Whoever orders a pizza best, because I see that as the first line.
4: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, I'll go, I don't care.
3: Okay. All right, Nate. Nate. orders
4: the most pizza. I'll do it. Thank you, Nate. I was going to say, you should do it, David. And you'd be like, "Oh, hello, hello. <laughs> oh, I, I could. Yeah, do it, do it. We'll
3: go from there. We'll go around it. <clears from there. throat> um, hello. Hello, hello. I would like to order a pizza. I, I haven't me. done that voice in a while. You're killing me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Literally killing me.
3: <laughs> oh, my goodness. I oh. did kill you, technically. Uh, I was pro- thinking that. Through my, po- through my proxy, MatPat. That's <laughs> true. Oh. You
2: possessed him.
3: Yes, no. That's the, that's the truth of the matter. If you want to know some deep FNAF lore, the phone guy voice is just a voice that controls MatPat. Oh, my.
2: I need a game theory episode about it.
3: <laughs> it's not confirmed until then. Hey, MatPat, if you're out there and you're hearing this, which I, you're totally not, just hit me up. We'll, we'll work on this, this, this new series pitch. <laughs> uh,
0: did you know there's a game theory jacket out there? Like a Leatherman's... Yeah. Okay, I did not know this, and a friend of mine found this at a, what, what, a goodwill or something, and they're like, "This exists." <laughs> yeah,
3: go figure. Oh, sorry. It's your popcorn.
0: Um, <laughs> is what I've
1: been hearing all day, which is weird after this long break. So <laughs> all of that all day. All day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Is what I've been hearing all day, and I cannot believe it. The violence within household groups from both men and women is just staggering. When they add on pepperoni or other items on the pizza, it just sends shivers down my spine. Sometimes it's the woman who makes the call. Other times it's the man, and now and then it's a child. When a child makes a call ordering for pizza, my faith in humanity just goes down. I wish I was on the front line. Wow, phone. Uh, I wish I was on the front line of the police again. Instead, I had been put down to office duty and answering phone calls.
2: Hello, I would like to order a pizza. I want pizza! <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is all I've been hearing all day, and I'm tempted to just get off my seat and get into a car and drive down to one of these houses and just lay out justice into the abuser. Oh, okay. That's that whole thing where they called. You <gasps> Oh, right? yeah. Like they call and say
3: they want to order a pizza, and it's a way to disguise the fact that mm-hmm. they're like calling because they're dealing, with, um, mm-hmm. they're dealing with an abuse situation. Yes. Wow. This go- okay.
0: I kind of regret joining the police in the first place and witnessing the things I've witnessed. It's quite traumatizing. Going home after a night of violence, crime, and murder will always be surreal, and to try and go to sleep after all of that is just hard. Just constantly more pizza orders with sides with just, which just disgust me even more as it tells me the violence has turned glory. Why can't people just be nice?
3: I then told myself that if I get one more call that orders a pizza, that I'm going up from getting up from my seat and going down to the house and shooting the abuser. I have a bad feeling about this. Mm-hmm. I'll bring justice on my own terms. And when another call came through and another so-called pizza order, I got up from my seat and went down to the very house that call had come from and knocked on the front door. The, the call came from a woman ordering a pizza. So I knew the man was the abuser.
1: When the man opened the door and looked confused with a 30-pound note in his hand, he asked me, where's the pizza? And as I shot him down, his wife screamed in horror. Then I remembered that I don't work for the police anymore and that I work in a pizza joint. It was just instinctive or automatic for me to react like that for for working so long in the police. Some things are hard to shake off.
4: (laughs) Whoa. And then he was executed. Well,
1: uh, good news. You've got a new visit to the police department, but you're on on the other side now.
3: Yeah, don't don't shoot people who order pizza. Who that legitimately is, order pizza?
2: You abused the people ordering mm. a pizza.
3: You know, um, one of the first comments is about like, I w- I want you to flesh this out more. I'm like, honestly, no. I think that I think it does what it. I think it actually does what it does well if you know the context. You know, mm. I think mm-hmm. it, it lays out its context pretty well. Those people who disguise their calls for escaping a situation like this as ordering a pizza.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Just at the end is a little is almost a little goofy, but yeah. you kind of see it coming a long way away. But I don't. I don't how was how
4: was is, he not fired from his job if he actually worked at a pizza place but thought people were just making <laughs> pizza orders. Uh, so he was clearly not like writing anything down or sending it to like the oven uh, <laughs>
0: like, I actually um I well, th- you know what would have been a better twist and I thought this was what was gonna happen is that he would have came and shoot the person. But it turns out the woman actually was trying to order a pizza. She just called the wrong number. Place. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of. I was kind of wondering if that was what it was gonna go to. So it was a little different. But yeah. I do wonder though I think there's a little bit of a thing about like I wish I was on the front lines of the police again I get the impression maybe this person is a trigger happy person mm-hmm. in general and that's what mm-hmm. got them bumped de- demoted basically oh, they're a loose a cannon yeah. of Dem- demoted to a pizza place <laughs> <laughs> I got demoted
4: to the pizza that's place that's the chain of command at the police station <laughs> it's like when you go down so far you have to go work at the local pizza place <laughs>
0: It's all the, the, all the pl- people who work at the closest pizza place are former police officers. <laughs> I like the
3: idea that, like, yeah, they're just getting pizza orders and it's just like. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> pineapple.
3: You want pineapple? Oh, this is really bad. <laughs> I,
0: oh, it just actually clicked for me. Um, how would you mistake the um, uh, pizza place for. It's 911. Well, in this, I don't know what the UK version is, but. Uh, it, I should know that. But I, I, they have a specific number as well. So I just realized well. The number four
3: is involved, I think.
1: I'm Googling it.
3: Yeah. Uh, it
1: is 112.
3: Yeah. Wow. Okay, I was wrong about the number Which four. Or it's still significantly but, but if you put 112 together, it adds up to four. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes, so you were correct oh. all
0: <laughs> yes, along. Thank,
3: uh, thank you for allowing me to <laughs> but, say face awkwardly. Yeah,
0: But yeah, it's like, um, how do you accidentally call the pizza place when you're trying to dial 911? That Sorry, that was a bad... I
3: point. just think I, it's interesting. I, the twist is a little a little bit... I guess, yeah, the twist is a little bit awkward because it's like, oh, and then I only took then that I remembered, oh yeah, I work at a pizza place, but this whole time it was like... Eh. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah, this maybe is what they meant by like um, being able to get more detail of being like this person has like a weird memory lapse they occasionally have where they like get confused and don't know where they are. Yeah. You could maybe describe them in that way where you could imagine that all day long, they actually have been doing their job correctly, but then they got confused at some point after like a lull and forgot that they'd changed jobs and they did actually have At a police point, history or something. Yeah. There was a
3: lapse or something. Yeah, like we, But we, we, I know they're trying to, it's trying to be a twist for us. Yeah. Part of it, but it's, it's a little bit trickier. So, I mean, yeah. I, I commend the, I commend short story one for the effort of this one in a, in a neat little premise that you don't usually mm-hmm. hear about is that idea that people will disguise calls to, about you know abuse or any other terrible situations with pizza orders.
2: Yeah, I'm not mm-hmm. sure if it's supposed to be funny or not.
3: Like it's hard from the writing style. We, we la- but it look, doesn't have to be. We're allowed to laugh at terrible things on this show. That's how it goes. <laughs> well,
1: and then- yeah, but it is a question of what they were going for. Like yeah. obviously, it's posted on scary stories, so I'm assuming uh-huh. they're meant to just kind of like chill you a little bit. It's a little yeah.
3: bit. Yeah. It's um, more. I think more the the topic of what's in the the subtext is almost more disturbing than the twist itself. i uh, just remem- mm-hmm. remembering that that's a thing that people do. I I
0: think it's just supposed to be a dark little story. Um, Yeah, I'd say. uh, I think, but yeah, I think I agree with Adrian, like maybe make note of the fact that he goes through memory lapses, maybe say, sometimes I'll hear that they order pepperoni, but maybe I got it wrong. It could be something else or. Yeah. Mm hmm. Or, yeah, I
2: get confused easily or so or the doctors tell me like, you know, I should make this my last year here or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah, or, yeah, even, or I'm not
2: an author, so or, <laughs> don't take my word for it. But.
0: Or even say like, oh, I. Uh, it's like I miss being on the police force. It's like they told me that um with my health I shouldn't continue or something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think there's a way though to make it feel legitimate that like they could get confused. And I agree. Could, yeah.
3: All right, so that was, you know, we're off to, we're off to a good start, I'd say. Let's <clears throat> talk a look at our next story, which I actually really like the title of. I regret turning an Instagram TikTok influencer into a vampire.
2: <laughs> How could you possibly regret that?
3: That Again, like, that's almost no sleep title but the title is so silly that, like, mm. I go, okay, this, is, this, this could be fun. Let's let's take a gander. Who, who read last... Was that... Oh, that was, that was it you. It was me. That was AJ. Ah, AJ started us this time. We're, I want to keep the cycle sure. consistent. It's like when you roll initiative in d d <laughs> <laughs> My initiative is next. But you want to keep the same order.
2: Uh-huh. I regret turning an Instagram influencer into a vampire, and I guess she dazzled me with her pictures and videos. It's the way she earned a living through every aspect of social media, and I just had to get her into my clan. I saw her walking alone, but taking pictures of herself one night... One night time. Sorry, that's not American sounding, yeah. taking pictures of herself one night time. And she was afraid of me at first, but I reassured her that I was not going to hurt her.
3: That's a great way to uh, reassure someone that you're not going to hurt them by saying, I'm not going to hurt you. <laughs> hurt you
2: yeah, you're not saying.
1: allowed to lie to people. i not going to hurt you.
2: <laughs> you see, I ask people's permission whether or not they want to be vampires, and I don't just take them. She told me that she had to think about it, and after a couple of days... She was so excited
4: to become a vampire. I'm very kind of him.
3: Yeah. yeah. i sparkle like Edward Cullen. It's going to be great.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't turn her straight away, and I gave her a couple of months to get her humanly affairs in order, and she was all over social media like Instagram and TikTok, promising her followers that she has a surprise for them. I was so happy for her, and I couldn't wait to have her in my clan. She was amazing, and I envisioned her to be a great vampire who would one day become very respected and feared by every vampire in the world. <laughs> Turning someone into a vampire is no small business, and it's a big responsibility, similar to bringing a baby into the world. Mm. You ever wonder, like, when vampires
3: choose to make progeny, it's, it, it really should be, like, a big decision, because you don't want to honestly turn someone into a vampire and have them turn on you over time. Like, if you're going to do it, choose someone who's going to be your like, BFF for the rest of time. Oh, yeah, Definitely. It's not like Pokemon training. (laughs) The way I say it is like, I'm going to be the very best. I'm going to raise this vampire to beat all the other vampires, and I'm going to be their vampire trainer.
1: Hey! I mean, you could try that.
2: You have to talk like this. (laughs) It's
3: my impression. You must be double jointed and Hungarian. Hungarian.
0: I can actually do that, sort of, but because uh, I'm double-jointed, but I'm For not... For those of
3: you who not don't who do not, who lack <laughs> the visual
0: <laughs> extra features
3: of this podcast, Kayla just did the Bela Lugosi hand wave thing that mm-hmm. he does. Anyway.
0: I, I don't know if I'm Hungarian or part-Hungarian. I don't know. You're
1: at least double-jointed, so you got
3: half of that. I, I, I have.
0: Vampire?
1: I think she, she might be. No. Ooh. No, she didn't stay up late enough last night. Yeah. Oh, that's fair.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I went to There's sunlight earlier.
3: in this room. She doesn't seem to be in pain yet. <laughs> Hashtag
2: not all vampires fear
0: sunlight. I don't know. Touche, touche. Sunscreen is your best friend. Is a vampire's best friend. Amen. When I turned her, there was a bit of a struggle, but she calmed into it, and then she drank my blood. Before you know it, she was floating through the air, and she grasped her vampiric powers very easily. She kept asking us to take pictures of her when she was flying through the air, or when she used her mind powers, or on human, on humans. I took the pictures awkwardly, and when she looked at them, she shouted at me for not taking the pictures.
3: I did take the pictures, but vampires don't have reflections, I told her, and everything became awkward.
0: Oh. I realized that she
3: hadn't thought through everything. She started having a panic attack and she blurted, What about my Instagram, TikTok, and followers? I make my living through pictures and videos, and tears of blood started rolling down her eyes. <laughs>
1: Yikes. Aww. Uh, she's become so depressed, and she started suffering withdrawal symptoms from lack of social media. She isn't drinking blood, and she keeps trying to go into the sunlight. What a great disappointment.
0: Oh, that's dark. That's sad.
1: I think there is a solid lack of forethought on both parties' fault. <laughs>
3: I do like, I, 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 I kind of, I like this one. I like, I like this one a lot.
0: Yeah, I like this one. Uh, I, I, I like this more than the pizza one, but it's... It is st- this one's.
3: This one's got a much more interesting little like twist to it, and it does kind of strike of yeah, lack of foresight. From you think <laughs> the vampire would would know better, but then again, maybe they see Instagram and TikTok as as vapid. I don't know.
1: I don't know. It's, it's weird because he seems to admire her for it at the beginning. He's, he's dazzled by her pictures and videos. Oh, yeah. Like this is what's attracting me oh, to her. Yeah. Let me take all of that from her, and and not not tell her that ahead of time.
3: Yeah, that's true. They they you the. Should have thought it through it better. I yeah. mean, is
2: it fair that this story is combining a couple things because, like, cameras and phones, I assume aren't using the same technology of like needing like like reflexive, yeah, you know, the well, same way.
1: Yes, the, My, there is a, a modern day theory that you can now photograph and video vampires because the idea was. Um, they couldn't have reflections because most mirrors were silver-backed, and silver is a pure metal. Oh, and yeah, that's right. And not a vampire. I was actually going to make that point. So yeah. Point. So obviously, there's no silver in a modern phone. Uh, to take the photos or the videos or whatever, so you should technically be able to do that. But mm-hmm. most people don't go that deep into the lore, and so it's like we just know that vampires don't show up in these these right. things. Mm-hmm.
3: If you really got deep into vampire lore, you get some weird stuff anyway. Too, mm-hmm. like how they're obsessed with with counting, and if you put flax seeds in their coffin, they can't leave because they have to co- uh, count
4: all mm. uh, the, the seeds. They would
3: have coffin. to count all of her followers when they count. Yeah. On, One, ah, <laughs> uh, ah, uh, <laughs> uh, <two,
4: laughs>
3: This is why Count von Count is the best, uh, is the most creative uh, Sesame Street character because it matches yeah. perfectly with vampire lore. He's mm. obsessed with counting. That's great. <laughs> uh, no, this was this was cool. Um, again, I think yeah, there's it, if you don't go that deep, it it tracks the whole reflection thing. But like, mm. if you do a little deeper, yeah, okay. But I can it that because vampire lore is incredibly mutable. Like, I think it's more of a modern thing that in order to become a vampire, like a, a willingly become a vampire, the vamp the, the like the the vampire that turns you has to allow you to drink their blood. Yes, like that's part of it too. And I'm not sure
1: where that entered I, into it. I want to say that's an Anne Rice invention.
0: I think it is. Oh yeah, that because that's what happens in Interview with a Vampire. That's yeah. How he. Uh, oh my goodness, it's been so long since I've like, uh, uh No, 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 no the uh, Louis guy
1: that turned him.
3: Who
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, let Yeah, like is mm. it Lestat? No, Lestat's the. Lest, well, is, in the interview
3: with the vampire, Lestat is talking about how he was
1: turned, right?
0: So no, I don't remember, Lou, no, 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 no. Okay, he's the
1: one being interviewed.
3: Le, oh, never mind. Yeah,
0: it's Louis and Lestat. So, yeah, yeah Lestat, okay, I'm thinking in terms of movie. Le, Tom Cruise is Lestat. <laughs> Brad. <laughs> Let's not leave Claudia out of
3: this. <laughs> never, never forget Claudia.
0: Yeah. And and yeah, yeah, Claudia drinks um, from Louis' blood to Mm -hmm. become a vampire forever. That's depressing. That's actually very... I I think Claudia's story is probably the Oh yeah, absolutely the most tragic. Uh, Mm -hmm. But (laughs) uh, Yeah, I I think that is an Anne Rice thing. I I think also Anne Rice was the one who made vampires more... I guess uh, sexy or romantic. Uh, Promiscuous. Yeah. Uh, uh, One uh, uh, uh. I, I mean vampires were always um she definitely turned them
1: into the like the romantic hero kind of yes. thing. The,
3: like, Yeah. Yeah. I mean kinda uh, Tra- yeah. kinda of, kind of tragic anti
4: yes. yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah.
4: hmm What about that great vampire Enos? Uh, <laughs> uh, Enus is pretty romantic. <laughs> He's devilishly so handsome too.
3: Yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah.
4: yeah. Good.
3: Well so far so good on that one. We only got three more to go. Yeah. All right, the next one is I'm going to allow my son to be weird for 12 hours instead of just one hour. That, again, another goofy title. What?
2: These are pretty weird, but...
1: I'm sorry, are there, like, weird limits on when you're allowed to be weird? My parents wrote
3: this one. Again, this is how a lot of these, like... This is not... This is our short scary stories instead Mm -hmm. of, like, our slash scary stories. And it's not No Sleep. They don't have to go through No Sleep titles, but the titles themselves, in order to get people to read them, tend to be kind of clickbaity. But Mm -hmm. I kind of... I kind of dig these titles.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. They, they're definitely attention grabbing. Yeah. I'll give them that. All
3: right. <clears throat> I'm going to allow my son to be
2: weird for 12 hours a day instead of just one hour. You see, 12 hours spreads my son's we- uh, my son's weirdness evenly further. Hmm. I'm, just, I'm struggling with some of this. Yeah, there's a little. It, it's <laughs> fine. You see, 12 hours spreads my son's weirdness evenly further rather than the weirdness just coming out in a burst when it's just an hour. My son is weird, and he was born like that, unfortunately, and, and- I think that's
1: my significant other.
2: Oh. And my significant other needs to do something weird. I oh no, maybe so Oh no, my, my son. So my, my son. son. My, my so my son. My son. My so. My needs to do something. Yeah. My and son. My son needs- well, I'm, this, okay, this, this is, is going to be a little tricky. I don't know if it's written because this person is also weird. <laughs> This is just how I write. The weird apple
3: doesn't fall far from the weird tree.
0: I I think uh, evenly was actually supposed to be uh, even further, and then so is even Yeah,
3: those are just
0: just typos. If I read
3: it
2: Britishly, will it help? You see, 12 hours spreads my son weirdness (laughs) evenly further, rather than the weirdness just coming out in a burst when it's just an hour. (laughs) My son is weird, and he was born like that, unfortunately. And my saw needs to do something weird a day. Like he might go under a car and start singing, or he might like to camp up in the middle of the road. I had him tested out and tried many therapists, but all had failed him. I made my son, and so it's my fault he exists, and it's my <laughs> responsibility to handle
3: his weirdness.
1: What the heck? Ow. Um, that, that is a hot that take hurts. on parenting. Like,
3: oh, man. I, I have a feeling we're going to have some... We're having some unreliable narrator stuff here.
0: Yeah. thats
3: I have a feeling that's where this is going to
4: go. When I allowed my son to be weird for only an hour a day, it came out like lightning. Everything was a burst and to the extreme. Like, he would start dancing with someone's detached head, and that person's body would be feeling left out and started fighting with my son. What? When he was only allowed to be weird for one hour, it wasn't enough to spread the weirdness and also reduce... Reducing the extremity of his weirdness wasn't good enough for an hour. Like when I asked him where he had been all night, and he claimed that he was at some old couple's house in our area. I didn't believe him.
0: Hold on, hold on. Let's there's back some, it up yeah, for yeah, a second. There's some weird extremes going he, on here. He would start dancing with someone's detached head. Okay, we got a detached head. And the person's body would be feeling left out. and start. So he's holding this detached head while this body is coming and starting to get into a fight with him. So, and obviously... What is this world?
1: <laughs> the body and the head are two different entities.
0: Clearly. Yeah, I'm
2: not sure we're talking about people or something. I don't know. Yeah? There's something more sus going on. hmm Same with old couples. Are they human old couples?
3: I have
0: questions. Yeah, so we're, I think
3: we're, I'm waiting for the
0: twist. Yeah. Let's see. Then I allowed my son to be weird for 12 hours. Oh, wait. Go. Uh, oh, wait. No. Go, no wait. Oh, no, no. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, that's fine. Then the old couple phoned me and said, your son was at our house and he was dancing with our organs and made our skin lovely with our blood. Come over and see what he has done to us. That's normal. (laughs) And as I drove to the old couple's house, I observed that my son's full name was written in blood all over the walls. I also saw that the two old couple was stabbed, uh, stabbed up bodies laying next to each other. My son was telling me, telling the truth, and I apologized. (laughs) I didn't believe him when he said he was at an old couple's house. Now I do.
4: (laughs) I'm sorry, son. I Hmm? see
3: now that you are not lying. (laughs) There are some dead people here. (laughs) (laughs) I apologize for not believing you about the dead people. Then I allowed my son to be weird for 12 hours, and it has made his weirdness less chaotic and less extreme. His weirdness is just minor now, like trying to impress the cats in our neighborhood that he can sing. When they reject him, he might kick them. All in all, it's less stressful on me.
0: I'm confused. I
3: guess it's... I think it really is just the weird apple doesn't fall far from the weird tree, and this is a... I don't know. This was very strange.
0: I think this was supposed to be a bit tongue-in-cheek, like there is a silliness to it.
3: Yeah, but...
0: It's a little very out there. It's a little dark.
2: So, is it uh, like I'm wondering if the act of requiring them, uh, their son, to be uh, weird only one hour a day was like confining and led to acting out. So, whatever the parent deemed weird, in air quotes, uh, that behavior may be. You know, wasn't actually initially that violent or dark or anything, but the stricter the confines and the more like over parenting that this parent is doing, Mm -hmm. the more the child starts like doing terrible things maybe. And Mm -hmm. that's the idea is like somehow it flip flops where by the end they're just like, I guess I'm just going to stop requiring you to, you know... Confine whatever you know misbehaviors you want to do to one hour, and like open the flag, like the purge.
0: Yeah, I, I was there you go. actually yeah. I had the same thought about the purge as well, like. I was actually going to make a joke it's like you know instead of having the Purge 12 hours today, maybe it should be spread out evenly <laughs> uh,
2: yeah so maybe that's part of what you know maybe I'm reading too far into it now as well let's
1: though. have a whole week of I Purge think instead that's, of just a night that's all a, a good idea until we start discussing how we've got a detached head and a person's body that are somehow acting separately from each other well, And the, like, that's like the I one mean, sticking point in my head where I'm the, like I don't get this what is this
4: supposed to be the old couple clearly called this guy even yeah. though their oh, organs had did. been removed and danced with or something
3: Something. Oh no. It could be that.
4: Well, it could be that because, again, unreliable narrator
3: here. The uh, the dad is just as weird as the kid and he's getting weird how many, parents, how many hours a day parent. is he
1: allowed to be weird?
3: Yeah. How, maybe he's allowed to be. Maybe. Okay. Grown ups can be weird as, parent as, much as, as well. parent is allowed to be weird 24 hours a day. What if mm. that's like maybe not enough? I don't know. Maybe they maybe don't this, want
2: the child to grow up be like them.
3: That's uh, so. true. And we're gonna set weirdness limit, or maybe in this world there is a weirdness quotient, and everybody's got a certain quotient of weird, <laughs> and you just, the weird, and that's why everything is weird. Maybe there are people who have detached detachable heads, yes. and they go like, "Oi, your your son took my head. We are fighting for you know." That's
0: um, that... I think with this one, I, he I think he this uh, our writer. I don't know if it's a he she they. Um, I'll go with they for now. Uh, Thanks, man. Yeah, I don't. I think they have an idea in their head. It's just not coming across as well. I think they need to.
3: Plus, it's in like it's kind of like in the form of a Reddit post. Yeah, it is like, it's like not even a story. It's like a proper Reddit post that's like asking for like I'm, I'll but you, not really asking for anything. But you know, yeah.
0: And I, I scrolled down to comments. A lot of people were kind of confused. It seems it's like I don't get it. I'm kind of confused. Um, so I, I think if the, um, with this one if the writer went back and tried to be a bit more clear of what they're trying to like put yeah. into the writing I, just a l- little you. bit not like yeah. explain yourself but why is this person's body dancing with the person's this uh, uh, like uh,
3: yeah I'm with you like a tiny bit of revision goes a long way in some of these cases How? I think, I think uh, stories like this when they're, they have to be 500 words or less which is the the thing I'm noticing on this is that it's 500 words or less. It's kind of oh, got you. Yeah, it's really hard to get that across. So, um, again, credit where credit is due. I think it's I think it is interesting, but I, I think we're, we're all a little confused.
2: Here's the first. I was just looking back. The first things mentioned when they are getting their son tested. He might go under a car and start singing, or might like to camp in the middle of the road. Those are not critically dangerous. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, don't go in the road, kids. But yeah. you know. Neither of those things are so like horrifyingly weird as murdering people. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting to feel like again maybe that's leading into the theory of like the more they try to like clamp it down, the more acting out, you know, happens.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I-, I think it's the fact there's some supernatural elements that I'm confused by like mm-hmm the detached body. Let's talk about that. Fighting them as well as the couple calling them said, Oh, he's playing with our organs. It's lovely. And dancing with
2: someone's detached head and the body starts fighting them. What if you are talking about in the process of detaching someone's head and someone is trying to fight you oh. and they're assigning a bunch of, you know, Oh, they're jealous and want to play. Like, no, they're trying to keep their head from being
3: detached. Yeah.
0: That could be, okay. That could be explained a little better. There. And again,
3: it could be like a, the, the perspective of is that the parent themselves has is weird. Yeah. Yes. Their perspective is skewed. Like some, like they don't see it themselves. Like it feels perfectly rational for, a pair of murdered old couple to call and when it probably could be some kind of weird delusion
1: or... Well, it could even be like, we know your kid is a little messed up. Like, we know you. Mm -hmm. We're calling you for help Help kind of thing. Help us, yeah. He interprets it as oh, he's playing with our organs, yeah. he's making our skin all lovely. Yeah. Like,
2: it something like that, instead of being like, I'm being skinned alive, help us. And then mm, I hang yeah. up the phone, you weren't there. And it gets there, and it's all like, oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry, I didn't believe you, that you were, obviously there are two old people here, and they're both dead, but that's like, that's the yeah. small point, the big point is like, there were two old people, and you were here, wow. Yeah, you okay, told the so truth. you were being,
3: you were being yeah. honest. What like you said, kid. the little
2: weirdness thing of like. Kid.
0: I think instead of adding the dialogue, uh, it could uh, she could say, "Oh, the couple next door." Or, uh, I got a call from the couple next door, and they told me that um, my uh, my son was there and uh, and trying to uh, vandalize the house or something, and trying to vandalize, try- or but not you know, use the word. No, vandal-
1: I think it they, they still has to be a positive spin on it because this this dad, I've assumed dad, this parent clearly yeah. has a a good. View or or a, a fantasy view of everything the kid is doing.
3: Yeah, that's that's my thing. I think it's it, the the thing is it's unreliable narrator syndrome in that sense. And they're saying like, my son is weird, and they, uh, and I think the parent, you're weird, you're also weird.
0: Um, don't don't definitely. yeah. Uh,
3: uh, should we should we move on? Or
0: yeah, we can move on. Yeah. Uh, I, I was just going to say, I think uh, maybe instead of using exact dialogue from the neighbors, maybe say the neighbors called and they. And he, they mentioned something about my son. So it keeps the positives. Yeah. Vague, keep it vague. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. I also thought the word weird was going to be like witchcraft weird. Yeah. Oh, like, I the strange magic and stuff oh, like,
3: like that. like you weird sisters. Yeah. yeah. I
2: wondered at some point if that's the version of weird we were
3: talking about. I, would, I think that would be neat if like we we've learned throughout a story. I'm saying hypothetically not this story. We learned that the weird that's being referred to is like, you know, almost like, um, Uh, Macbeth esque Mm -hmm. witchcraft, you know, wool of bat and tongue of dog kind of stuff. (laughs) Uh, So the next organs of old people, (laughs) (laughs) organs of old people, and detached head of fighting body. Yikes. that sounds like a kung fu movie. <laughs> <laughs> to continue to cast a spell, you must sing to the neighborhood cats. You know, that kind of thing. Pretty Underneath weird. the car. Underneath the car. Mm. And camp in the middle of the road while you're doing it. Yeah. Well, Y'all ever miss the days when magic was, like, really hard to do and you had to, like, go through all these crazy rituals to do it? <laughs> <laughs> if you wanted it to rain and get your crops to grow, you'd have to, like, draw a circle with salt and then, like, throw buckets of water into the <laughs> sky while singing mm. um, the... Singing like I don't know. Praise um, the,
0: the clouds that be.
3: Yeah, but backwards. You have to say it backwards. Oh yeah, You, you, know, you, you had it.
4: to like break Nicolas Cage's knees and <laughs> <laughs> strap him in a giant wicker man. Oh yeah. yeah. Burn oh, yeah. him alive yeah. after an elaborate scheme to trick him or something. So yes,
2: human sacrifice. Now
4: you wave Excellent. a stick and yell <laughs> <york>,
2: spell <Ravis." laughs>
4: Now you now you just
3: you know burn a spell slot and you know. <laughs> uh, this next one is called donate to my charity, guys. <laughs> You're starting it, soon.
1: Hey, guys. I would like to open up to all of you and ask if you can all be generous and start donating things like money or actual goods. The charity I've started was something of a passion of mine, and I really do get passionate about things. I'm a person who believes... Uh, about giving and helping others and starting this charity was the most proudest thing I've ever done in my life. I feel like a saint and I'm going to carry on with this charity. I
3: have a bad feeling I, about this too. I do. Yeah. There's, yeah, yeah. At this point, we've already read, you know, three previous stories. Here we go.
2: Here we go. Let's jump right into this. Let's do it. First person down in my cellar who I tied up uh, to a pipe is called Leroy and I abducted Leroy and he is now starving. And so if any of you can donate food for Leroy, it will actually save his life. <laughs> Just look at Leroy. He is so skinny, and he is clearly not looking healthy. Also, if you could also donate money for me to buy other stuff for my seller to make it more comfortable, that would also be very generous of you. Leroy could be grateful if food was sent over, and I would really hate to lose Leroy.
0: He
3: worked
4: hard to get Leroy. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Jenkins? Uh, well, Leroy Jenkins? <laughs> Leroy Jenkins just shows up. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Then there is Rachel, who I abducted and imprisoned down in my cellar. Her left leg is rotted away, and I had to chop it off. If any of you can donate money for Rachel to get a new leg, that would be amazing. She cannot do much with one leg, and she doesn't feel human anymore. When she tried to escape, I hit her left leg so hard that it caused serious injury and thereby rotted away. Look into your hearts and give what you can for Rachel. (laughs) Can I say I appreciate how kind of rambly all these paragraphs are? <laughs>
0: and it makes sense. Like, the rambliness works for this. Yeah, this,
3: this one, it absolutely works.
0: Then there's Thomas, who I abducted and imprisoned in my cellar.
3: <laughs> I want the twist to be, this time I imprisoned them in my attic. <laughs> in the crawl space instead.
0: Thomas suffers from many conditions that make his body odor stink more than usual, and his toilets stink more than normal. So please dig deep into your hearts and give as much as you can for Thomas possible again fresh food or money so that i can buy buy them better food and equipments to make their time here as my prisoners more bearable
3: give as much as you can and just imagine if you were my prisoner down in my cellar how would you feel so please give as much as you can and give give and give more thank you you can come to my house to give donations or even help the charity itself
2: (laughs) all right i'm gonna just be real this is the first time i've ever upvoted one of these
3: stories (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I feel they earned it oh yeah that was fun that was, that was actually kind of that was that was good I, I, I like,
1: like this one. I just want to know if I donate do I get to choose which one I sponsor yeah like, yeah. like I'd be like um, excuse me I would like to personally sponsor Leroy this week
3: <laughs> yeah and make sure Leroy knows like give Leroy a message and say like hang in there buddy
1: <laughs> you're doing great <laughs> Um, also if I show up personally to his house to help with the charity uh, I what- believe you become his next <laughs> is that what happens I, I get yep. turned up in the cellar now too yes. yep <laughs> yep <laughs> and, now, and now you're you part of the cause. Interesting. Uh, I'm all for it. <laughs> the,
3: Sounds great. There's a great balance of horror and humor in this. Yeah. I really dig yeah. this.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: It's true. It's twisted, but it is silly. Yeah. Yeah. Silly and twisted. My favorite combinations. I also, I think Rachel... Uh, I like Rachel's story the best about the leg that was rotted away and I was questioning was it actually rotted away but then he describes hitting her in the leg so hard it starts to rot I'm like oh I believe you again alright like, well, right. you're not crazy
1: <laughs> you know it's all about giving the, the details in a very specific order to uh-huh. make sure that you understand where the problems really are
3: what cracks me up is realizing that pro- I have the feeling no one ever donates to Thomas because Aww. he just stinks. Aww.
0: Poor Thomas. <laughs> you know what? No, I'm going to sponsor Thomas. That's You have to right, make yeah.
3: Thomas' experience as a prisoner more bearable. <laughs> Can I get a,
1: a I supported Thomas t-shirt? <laughs>
3: I said, are there sponsor rewards? Is this like Patreon?
1: Oh. <laughs> yes,
3: backer kits or something. <laughs> go fund me for my prisoner project in my basement.
1: No, I'm yeah. just imagining the three prisoners in the basement, like, packing goodie bags for the people who support <laughs>
4: This is so <laughs> sick. Yeah, Rachel please has help expect- me inside there that they <laughs> smuggle in. Rachel Rachel has an
3: especially hard time, though, because Rachel only has one leg. Aww. Oh,
1: mm-hmm. Poor Rachel. If, you get Rachel.
3: if we get Rachel a new leg, then Rachel can help I mean, out more. I it's true. I don't,
1: Leroy's tied to a pipe. Like, how helpful is Leroy? Yeah.
3: <laughs> you think Rachel could or not Rachel, Leroy could pull that pipe off and then use it to... Attack someone? Attack yeah. someone, like last night. Ah,
1: mm-hmm. Maybe.
3: But uh, When we attacked spoilers. someone in the basement last night. Yeah, spoilers for uh, for the next musical, but hey, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this one's... Uh, well, We'll give a, a final eval at the end. We got one more story. It's ready for the next oh, story. No. It's called My Mother is Still Scared of the Dark.
1: Ooh. Am I starting this one again? Yes, you are. All right. I am 16, and my mother is in her 40s, and she divorced my father on amicable, mutual, and respectful decisions, and they still talk to each other. Life is good apart from that my mother is still afraid of the dark, and she will still, at midnight, jump into my bed, shivering in fear because of so-called monsters under her bed. This is why my father divorced her, and she understood this because she herself would divorce a person who had these sort of characteristics. Even though she is my mother, and I do care for her, I am sick of her jumping into my bed all scared and shivering. I am also the one who checks under her bed.
2: I would like to say, oh, I'm sorry. I would like to stay at my father's house to catch a break from my mother's fears of monsters under her bed and also her fears of the dark. Even when she doesn't scream of monsters, just her fear of the dark makes her run towards my room. My mother has even tried manipulative tactics to make me accept her fears of monsters and the dark and her ways of running into my room to hide in, in my bed next to me, by threatening me to kick me out when I am 18. She also tried to emotionally shame me into accepting her ways by saying how she gave birth to me.
4: Interesting. (coughs) Okay. Uh, Then one day, she came rushing into my bedroom and hiding under my duvet. Uh, I couldn't take it anymore, and I told her that she needed to go back into her bedroom. My mother started crying, and she slowly and bravely walked back to her room. And then ten minutes later, I heard her scream. I ran to her bed, and she wasn't there anymore. In that moment, I missed her coming... Yes, oh, sorry. In that moment, I missed her coming into my room, all scared and jumping into my bed. My divorced father was still single and living in a rented flat, and he is now back at the house.
0: My father then started sleeping in my mother's bedroom exactly at midnight. My, oh, and exactly at midnight, my father came running into the bedroom and started hiding under my duvet next to me. Hmm. Okay. Um, hmm. it's, uh, it's a bit too repetitive at times like they really keep using the she kept screaming and running into my bed kept screaming running into my bed there this also kind of has that run on sentence thing a little bit yeah
1: i think this one's almost too vague for me where i'm like yeah instead of being like scared and intrigued i'm just like okay but but what you said you checked under the bed what did you see what was there like what wasn't there like yeah i feel like i need a little bit more on this one. i agree
0: um, you can cut down on the more repetitive parts, and
3: this could know. be a this could work as a as a micro as a, as microfiction as it's kind of supposed to be. But you could probably make it even smaller. Yeah. To be completely honest, we get we get the idea.
0: Mm-hmm. We
3: get the idea. There's some there's some stuff that's put in there that I thought was going to have maybe more more payoff, but like uh, since the reveal is just that there actually was something in there that's scaring your your parents, it just
4: it it's it's a little strange. I, I did see a comment down below that was like, "What happened to the mother?"
1: <laughs> oh yeah.
4: Like, if he if the father moved back in, and then he ran under the bed, like where's the mother? Yeah. Did the mother? I don't know. I I'm really pretty lost on this. Yeah. yeah it's, it's,
0: real, it's was, very vague.
2: I was waiting because I'm like, okay, everybody else talk first because you're all smarter than me. Yeah. <laughs> you picked up on what's going yeah. on. Yeah.
3: No. It's, I, I think the weird part is in that moment I missed her coming into my room all scared. You think it's like I, I since then I've missed. You know, like, again, your mother basically went missing. mm -hmm. That's the idea. Like, how long did it take for the father to come back and start living with you before this started happening? I think it's
0: also kind of weird that the dad decides to move back in after they've divorced. Like, I I mean, he's got a 16-year-old kid.
1: Yeah, but Um, it's also like he
0: divorced
2: her because she was doing that, supposedly. So it's like assuming that he was living in the, you know, before they got the divorce... And was like, I don't know why she does this every time, but I can't stand her jumping up and running out at midnight every night. So he divorces her, moves away, and then comes back and does it himself, but like, was never saw any reason she was doing it. So it's like, maybe there is nothing. It's just like, they're just whoever. Is alone in that bed. Like one of the people in that room ends up always running out. These
4: people are just really, really bad parents, and they're just messing <laughs> with their teenager. <laughs> to do like they want to just mentally torture this kid.
3: Jeez, I would love that if that was the twist at the end of the story. Like the mo- they, the, the shocking conclusion is everything <laughs> that they believe they're actually is like the, the teenager really like they actually was just messing so, with them.
0: Here's a way you could simplify it: um, uh, parents divorce. Teen and mom move out of their house, move into a new place. Mom screams about monsters under the bed. Teenager finds it ridiculous. They bring in sister, mother, uh, grandmother, whatever, and then it. Um, one of then that relative is now saying, "No, there's something there."
4: Mm. Mm.
3: Yeah.
0: Again, simplify it. Cut it down. It doesn't. Mm.
3: Yeah, I'd say so. Um. But yeah. So there we go. We got five short stories presented to us by short story one. Good title. It certainly lives up to the name and that all these stories are very short. Um, do we have an eval on which stories we enjoyed the most? Because I can safely say, I think, I would say the charity one is the best. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that one's incredibly well written. Charity one is my favorite. And then I think after that is uh, the Instagram tiktok influencer who becomes a vampire Mm -hmm. see i
1: would have said the sun being weird is my second favorite like i feel like it's it's just kind of quirky enough that it's super memorable and i am like i like his explanations on the supernatural and like how it's not really supernatural and we've clearly got a crazy parent as well not a a delusional parent Mm
0: -hmm. as well um Yeah, Yeah. I I think it it ranks number two for me. Okay. I think uh, the story with the weirdness one is interesting. I just think the writing could be better at the parts where we thought it was supernatural. I
2: will say that first paragraph had several language issues, Mm -hmm. even like. But once it got past the introductory cost of trying to figure out what we're reading, it did have a lot of juicy stuff in that one.
0: But I I will say donate to my charity, guys, is my favorite. That one? The rambliness is perfect for this. Uh It is both horrific and funny.
2: I love that it even, like, it it starts out asking the Reddit community to support the
0: charity. Like,
2: (laughs) it's the best kind of fiction is the kind that's, like, involving the audience. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I definitely feel like all five of these had a tone, like, where it was kind of conversational with the audience. Like, we were supposed to feel like we were being talked to. Mm -hmm. And I think that that charity one just kind of put on lock exactly the tone that the author tends to have anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think
3: that's – I think what – um, I would I would say that I think short story one has a has a, a pretty solid grasp for the most part of quirky horror. Yes, mm-hmm. I like think these stories are quirky. They get def- all of them to some degree got a chuckle out of us mm-hmm. uh, at the very least. But like I, I definitely think that though, like you know, t- three of them. Stood out in terms of, I think, landing that kind of quirky horror. Yeah, I mean,
2: just the title, I Regret Turning Instagram, TikTok, into a Vampire, is chuckle worthy. It's
3: yeah. great. Yeah, like, it, 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 it. It's the kind of thing that can only exist today in this weird era when, like, you've got these like sort of micro media influencers. Like mm-hmm. when I say yeah. micro media, I'm like the media itself isn't micro, but what they produce is is small content in large quantities. Yeah,
2: and having read all these stories, I do believe going way back to "I would like to order a pizza" is meant to be funny.
3: Yeah, I yeah, think, I think so.
2: that is not like a matter of oh, I just didn't quite explain the condition yet. Like no, yeah, maybe a crazy person. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: it's weird a couple of these I actually wondered if they would do better in the format of the like am I the jerk posts on Reddit (laughs) I was like if you had taken the like mom scared of the dark one thing and made it into like okay so this is a situation and I don't know if I was the jerk or not for telling her to go back to bed Uh like what do you guys think (laughs) it's not bad I don't know I feel like yeah
3: especially if you don't say anything it's like well now my, my mom is just missing and I yeah. don't know what's going
0: on and like
1: and now my dad is doing this thing too would I be the jerk if I told him to go back to bed like I don't I don't
0: know what to do guys, yeah, guys help me out yeah. I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie those am I the jerk sorry am I the asshole posts are are like amazing to me some of them you're just like wait hold on what <laughs> like there is a point where uh, this woman this still just baffles me to this day where this woman is like oh my husband flirted with my wife am I the asshole for Um, uh, talking him down, and then he's like, she's she opens it up by saying, "I have a troubled relationship with my mom. My my father was um horribly murdered, and we still think it might have been my mother who did it." And then she keeps going, and then people and and I'm like, wait, wait, back Back up, back up, what, what, what. And I think apparently all the comments in the bottom were like, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> What's that about your mom may have murdered your father?
1: <laughs> Some of those are great.
0: <laughs> I don't mean to oh, laugh; man. that's a horrible thing. But no, like, but, 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 no, hundred
1: percent. But you're like, wait a minute, what? That this was clearly context. <laughs> we need more context.
3: Oh my gosh. Uh. Well, this was fun. This was more fun than I was anticipating. Yeah. Well, it's always fun
2: with you. Oh Thank you. I mean, it's fun to have so many short stories Mm -hmm. so quickly. Like Mm -hmm. rapid fire where you change topics, you know, that often is actually kind of fun. Yeah. It is.
1: And I I think actually what we came to at the end of being able to go back and look at the first one after we understood author tone a little bit more and kind of their their general way of doing things was actually really nice to be like, oh, I feel like I... Instead of like trying to evaluate something in a vacuum, I now have a little bit more around it. So it, I think this is a really cool way to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely.
3: Yeah, for sure. Um, and I want to thank uh, Short Story One for being letting us uh, read their work, giving us permission to read their work. Really appreciate it. Hope mm-hmm. the feedback is helpful. And hey. If you want feedback on your work, you can send any stories you've written to midnightmarinera at gmail.com and we will get to them in due course. Some, we have a little bit of a of a list, a little bit of a curated list of stories that we have lined up that people have sent us. Uh, if you are interested in getting your stories prioritized and hearing some of the nonsense content we come up with on the side, we do have a Patreon, which you can join and support the show. It's patreon.com slash midnightmarinera. A lot of this stuff does fall under the Midnight Marinera brand, so to speak. I mean, this show did start up as a knockoff and it's kind of crazy to think about because it's been uh, close to We're it'll be eight years next year yes wow started this so that's that's kind of nuts It's
2: a lot of years of stories i know yeah. oh man you guys have seen it all we
3: have and yet we're stuff still surprising i was gonna say yeah. you
2: still have a list of things to go through so you haven't yeah. seen it all obviously yeah
3: so we uh patrons tend to get first uh first priority get priority when it comes to what we read but anybody can submit and we will get to them uh eventually although we do tend to curate them a little bit so you know if it's Really genuine trash. I don't know if we can. You know... <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> no uh, offense,
3: but <laughs> we have read genuine trash on the show before. Yeah. Though. So not always super. We're not always super... post discretion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And keep in mind, our level of discussion tends to be very just off the top of the head. So sometimes we can poke fun. We never poke fun at the authors themselves. That's mm-hmm. neither the point. We were we can be critical of the writing, but never the right term. Oh
0: no, there's I I have a project or not project an idea in mind for. Future UCA episodes where we're going to be reading a work that is considered one of the worst works in history, or er, in history, but is written by an author who wrote one of the best works in history. So that's oh wow yeah. I mm-hmm. will. I I, 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 I will tell you about that when like, we're not please. on mic.
3: We have a little. We have a little project. Uh, Kayla. Kayla pitched this and I was like, I am all for this. We are yeah. going to do this eventually. I'm
1: just I'm just gonna add a tiny little plug on for Patreon again. If you are not a writer and you don't have anything that you want evaluated, you should still consider hopping over to Patreon and supporting these lovely folks because oh. they put a lot of time, a lot of effort into putting together this kind of show for you guys. Um, and if you're enjoying it, just dropping a little tip in there for them would be great. They're passionate Aww. about it.
2: You can feel it. It's all <laughs> you it's
4: physical passion. <laughs> that sounds weird. Never mind. No, I, I, I didn't say that. Uh, and saying while you're on the internet donating people you could feel free to donate to Short Story 1's charity to help Thomas Rachel or Leroy
2: I feel bad I think I insinuated they might be weird earlier when I was trying to read I was like no of course they weren't and now I've finished reading their stories and I'm like eh. They're on the interesting side of weird, obviously. You don't write these <laughs> well, stories without
3: being interesting, at least.
0: Quirky horror is, I think, the best way to describe it. wonder what our, are I wonder
3: how much weirdness uh, short story one allows themselves per day, because, oh. you know. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't add me to
2: your charity. I'm
3: sorry. <laughs> Good evening, intrepid listeners. This is The Pasta Shade, the host of Midnight Marinara, and this podcast is part of creativehorror.com. A network of podcasts and creators working together to build a constructive community of horror fans. For more content like this, visit us at (laughs) creativehorror.com.